It's the Building Years Podcast. The Building With Justin Alexio. Justin Alexio. And Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. I'm Justin Alexio. And we have a very special guest for you guys this week. Very excited to have her. Uh, we've, I've been wanting to have this guest for quite a while. I mentioned uh, her to Justin a while back, and he's yeah, like, it's like yeah. every week. I'm like, stop saying her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, we gotta get this girl. I was like, why don't you just ask her? I was like, I gotta work up the courage. To <laughs> uh, please welcome to the show, Amy Hawthorne, guys. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> Yeah. So uh yeah, you've been uh you've been on the the building years uh, radar for quite some time now, Amy. Ooh, I feel special. You should. <laughs> um thanks for coming by. We um we're excited to have you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah. excited to be here. Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say it is? <laughs> uh well, I w- I think I'm only about a 7, but again, that might be the painkillers. So Okay. The so painkillers. Do we, do we want to talk about that? Uh, we don't have to go into it too much, but I did just have a third nipple removed uh, wow. this afternoon. Right. So, Dude. Yeah. All right. You hear that, listeners? Sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, fellas. Now I've only got two nipples. <laughs> yeah. Like a normie. You know what's weird is, um, you guys seen Futurama? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was actually like uh, the, the one, the Cyclops on there. I was like, she'd be kind of hot if she was a human. Like... I don't know. I feel like I could deal well with deformities. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a very kind side of your nature. Yeah. You know, I'm a nice guy. I feel like I'm low, Jeremiah. Yeah, you're super low. I was just wondering. Um, I'm going to actually rotate your mic, <laughs> Justin. Rotate, 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 rotate. I mean, that's better, but I'll turn this up. That's cool. I'll back off. All right. Anyway, a little technical stuff, but we're back, guys. <laughs> la, 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 you didn't la. You for the technical difficulty. No. You were right there with us. Yeah, keeping it real. Yes. Uh, so, Amy, we basically uh, want to have you on um, for multiple reasons. You're a comic. You are uh, a blogger. Um, you have, uh, I feel like, a good just social media presence oh. online. Well, thank um, you. So I wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, and your alter, would you say your alter ego is, would you call it that? Is it's, comedy groupie? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I go b- back and forth between it's an alter ego or like, that's my business. You know, right. like it started off as kind of an alter ego. Like, oh, this is my disguise. So I can say these. Ki- it was much more gossipy when I started. And I was like, I'm going to say these things, but I don't want it to be me, Amy, who's also going to get up and tell jokes saying these things. Um, But now I think of it not even as like, I don't know, it's hard to say. It's almost more me, but also less me, where it's like, no, that's like a business. It's not like I put on a mask and go out at night and pretend to be this other person. Uh, But also now there are people who just call me groupie. Like, that's just my name to them. Have you ever um, critiqued yourself? Oh yeah, I'm really hard. I'm, <laughs> I have, I'm the worst. I think I'm terrible. I am way harder on myself than other people are. Um, I, oh, no, I've never on my blog because I haven't earned it. Like I'm not good enough to be on my own blog. <laughs> I would think that that'd be fun. <laughs> a funny <laughs> blog article of somebody just like, 
you know, lately I've been seeing Amy <laughs> as yourself, and yeah. you know, she's just not cutting it. <laughs> I'm not liking she her new material. <laughs> That'd be the weirdest entry. They're like, wait, isn't is she isn't, having a mental she, breakdown? Yeah. Is she talking about herself in the third person? Yeah. They're like, no, d- guys, did you see that comedy groovy article that was written about me? And they're like, Amy has lost. <laughs> what is going on with her? That would be awesome. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, I figured out why the audio. Amy and I are on the same channel, and and yeah. you're on your own. Oh, okay. So um, I fixed it. Don't there worry. We go. All right, there we go. That's why you were low because I kept turning you down rather than rather than me. Than you us. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, wh- so uh, when did you? Um, how did you get your start? Basically, because um, I, I, if I recall, um, it's kind of an interesting story how you kind of got involved, like with the comedy store. And everything. I think you told me a while ago, and I was like, I want to hear about this on my podcast. All right, yeah. It's there's a whole actually even longer, long-winded series of coincidences and things of like, oh, if this never happened, then this wouldn't. But it gets pertinent where first I start going to um, screenwriting class with Benji Aflalo, mm-hmm. um, who's now a paid regular, but at the time was an employee of the comedy store, and he kept being like come by, come by. You li- And like I told him where I lived and it's literally two blocks away, Yeah, uh, which is one of the earlier coincidences in the chain of events. And he's like, why don't you ever come by? And I was like, ah, I'm busy. When I go out, I go to rock shows. I don't, I don't know. I'll, uh, maybe I'll come by one time. We'll yeah. see. And then um, my background, well, my background's in programming, but then it's in marketing and social media and stuff like that. And because I lived in the neighborhood of the Sunset Strip, the Sunset Strip Business Association, when I first moved in, it started this whole social media initiative to like revitalize the strip so that people came there to see music instead of Echo Park or, you know, Silver Lake. So this whole thing they were doing called a tweet crawl, which was basically all day long. You went down the strip from business to business. You got free booze and free food and free items. And (laughs) I mean, it was the best. And the idea is you just tweeted the whole time. So they were generating all of this buzz and this free. Basically, they were paying you in products and booze to market for them. Um, so that was where I met Alf Lamont, who was doing social media at the comedy store at the time. Right. Um, and also Justin Martindale and Kevin Christie, who are two of the funniest guys I've ever met. Um, mm-hmm. And they were forced to do comedy at four o'clock in the afternoon during the daytime for us, <laughs> which is horrifying to think of now. Oh, yeah. It was pretty horrifying then, too. Like, I'd, you know, I'd watched a lot of comedy on TV. I'd gone to clubs not in L.A., but... I was like, this does not feel right. Yeah, the sun is up. 4 p.m. Yeah, it's not good. Sun's out. People are, well, I guess they started drinking a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) but no, I think it was the first stop. So we were, like, everyone was maybe one PBR in. So it wasn't even, like, everyone was just kind of like. I'm not not drunk enough to appreciate this. Yeah, but they were good. They were super good about it, and they handled it really well. And Justin, I thought, was super funny. So he came along on the crawl with us, and I was like, when can I see you again? He goes, I'll be there tonight. Come at midnight. Tell him my name. You can get him free. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so me and my girlfriend went back, uh, saw, came back late enough to see, if I remember correctly, Justin, Sam Tripoli, uh, David Taylor, Ari Shafir, and then Don Barris doing the Barris Kennedy Overdrive, which is how he closes out the show every night. It's a, I don't want to call it a fake band because that's not how he refers to it, but it's the easiest way if you don't know right what they are right to so and at the time too it was crazy because they would uh they had a very set lineup and they had they all had backstories it was very spinal tap it was really like a serious 
work of art basically it was like performance art yeah and i remember like it took me a little while to get what the heck was going on and then once i did i was like this is the most brilliant thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and someone told me oh they do this like every night at close so me and my friend jen moore um who also has a great social media presence uh we started stopping by there on our way home from rock shows late at night because we knew we could see don barris mm -hmm. and then he kind of adopted us and welcomed us into the family and then i knew everybody else and then that was that. I started my blog, and uh, then David Taylor yelled at me for about two weeks until I got up to actually do stand-up. Because yeah. he was like, normal people don't like it this much. Uh, if you don't get up, I'm going to harass you until you get up. If you get up and you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. Right. But uh, you better get up and do it. Yeah, definitely. So that's actually the short version of that story, sadly, but <laughs> nice. uh, that's the story. And what, what year did, uh, did, did this all uh, start in? This is about three years ago in the summer, so 2010. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Easter, Easter 2010. And so you've been doing, is that, so you said you, you started the blog. So how long have you been doing the blog in that, um, in that frame of time? I started blogging. I had my own blog, just a regular people blog, because that's the age that I'm at. And we all had blogs at that time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's Did so you ever funny. have a Zanga at one point? No, I had a blog spot. <laughs> I had a blog spot, yo. Okay, blog spot. Okay. Um, and I had a blog spot. Yeah. Nice. And I was just actually cleaning out, just a side note, my RSS feed because you have to get off Google Reader and get on a new one. I don't understand this. All right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but I was I noticed that like 10 of my college girlfriends and I all had blogs at some point. And yeah. I was like, who were we writing these for? Like right, none right, of us right. were doing any kind of performing arts related. Like yeah, anyway. it's just your life. Yeah, it was basically just a live journal, uh, as that site was called appropriately. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I started on my regular blog right away. So around Easter of, of 2010. And then somewhere around May, June was when I was like, I, I think I want this to be its own thing. Yeah. And so that's when I started Comedy Groupie. And then it was July 7th that I first did stand up. Okay. Awesome. So when, uh, I guess like when, when you started blogging, did you start getting like little bit of uh, attention here and there from different uh, people within the scene? Like, oh, this is, this is like, did people start associating you with that kind of, or uh, or vice versa? Were you doing stand up and then people got to know you and then they're like, you're like, I also do this thing. You know what I mean? I still have three groups of people. There's groups of people that don't know I do groupie. They just know me as someone they see at open mics. Right. A group of people that know both and a lot of people who only know me as groupie and have no idea that I do stand up. Oh, it's okay. really interesting. That it's is not, really interesting. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that's such different perspectives. Like, do you like do you I mean, do you prefer like one over the other? Like, do you want to be seen as a blogger and what mask do you like to like, wear? Yeah. What, what, uh, yeah. Is that a tough question? That is a very tough question. Yeah. It's the existential crisis I wrestle with on a regular basis. Um Mostly, I'm okay with the way it breaks down. Like, mm -hmm. uh, the last person I discovered, you know, knew me one way. Like, Sarah Tiana recently was like, I didn't even know you did stand-up. How long have you been doing this? I was like, uh -huh. the whole time I've known you. <laughs> and oh, wow. she was like, no way. But also, why would I be on the same show with Sarah Tiana? Like, she is eight years in or something like yeah. that. And, um, you know, why it's it just happens that way. But she knows me as someone who does all this other stuff very well. So, like, that's fine. I'm happy with that because right. she has an interaction with me in a certain frame of reference. And, and to some extent... I actually tried like with I 
half of it's because I was doing the blog and half of it's just because I'm a girl and whatever. But I had a lot of access to people that if I if they knew me as an open micer, they would not have talked to me. Right. No, absolutely. Right. They would have been like, oh, this is someone who's going to want something. She's just going to want stage time or bug me with stupid questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, if they didn't know I was doing stand-up, if they just knew me as someone who was writing a blog or writing for this other website or whatever, it was cool. Everything was cool. They wanted to answer all the questions I had to ask them. It wasn't awkward. So... Yeah, does that ever like get in the way sometimes? Oh, yeah. Like where people are like, well, I don't feel comfortable... I, I don't know, like oh. talking to you no. about it. Because, I mean, I feel like you're doing That's it never. for all... You're blogging for all the right reasons. You're well, doing thanks. it like for the pureness of you just want people to know about the comedy that's going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And There's people who are kind of in it sometimes for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and actually that's something cause it was uh, Matt Nost when I uh, started doing stand up, he made that point to me. He was like, you just got to stop doing your blog now. It's conflict of interest. And I was like, no, cause I have no right to be on my own blog for like five more years. So mm -hmm. he's like, so you don't think you're going to, have people trying to put you on their show, trying to get it on their website. I was like, maybe, but there's people trying to put me on their show because they want to get in my pants. And whether yeah. you're going to get what you think you're going to get out of me at the end of it is not relevant to if you put me on your show, I'll either do well or I won't. And you can book me again later or not. Right. I mean, it's I, I feel like a, a lot of different standups have their own thing that people will the, you know the right yeah. people will hit you up for the right reason and then there's always people like with like my improvised stand-up show i get people who i've never done comedy with who hit me up and they're like you know they're just badgering me to get on or like they're wanting to do trades and that kind of thing and i'm just like i'm not personally that's not how i do do things i don't do yeah. trades it's like if you want me to do your show because you think i'm funny i will absolutely do it every single time but if you want to do a trade then i pass on a lot of people and they're like what your show, you think your show's too good? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's just how it works. <laughs> yeah. I think, and that's good too, to like turn the compliment back. Like that's one of the things I like about your show is that I know you're not doing favors to people in the, like I can look at a line of me like, oh, oh yeah. I know Jeremiah thinks that these are funny people and you know, they're not, how do I put it? I don't want to, it was like, they're not the funniest people in the universe, but it's like, you've had all the funny, if you look at the whole body of it, because you oh, don't have yeah. the same people every month. Right, right, right. It's like, oh yeah, this is like all the funniest people in LA. It's not yeah. like, oh yeah, you can tell, well, you put that he, one guy, he, gave he that runs guy. that other room. Yeah, exactly. Because there's definitely, you'll, you, well, it, it's, I feel like it's kind of obvious sometimes on lineups, you'll see like all these, and then you'll see like one person, and then you're like, well, that guy did something to get on yeah. that show, or I don't know. Oh God, there was a, not to call them out but comedy juice about a month ago that i like i just almost always just go to comedy juice because yeah, it's that it's good so uh, that i don't even look at the lineup i just show up yeah um sometimes i'll go to meltdown beforehand because that's also always so good but at this point it's so popular i get uh, a little claustrophobic in the room it, well it's been hot in there yeah. Like, yeah yeah the summer it was really yeah it was ugh. super hot yeah um so I just show up like I'm, I'm just like i know there's gonna be six really great comics or at least four or like whatever and yeah. uh probably some pop-ins i showed up this one night there were six people in the lineup i only recognized one of the names and like really some of them i think were from out of town so that makes sense because there's plenty of great comics from new sure. york and and all the smaller cities that i don't know yeah um but the rest of them i just was like huh so this was like let's just dump all those guys we owe favors to on this one show okay. yeah oh wow it was a bummer <laughs> yeah. was the show good it was all right actually i mean they were all 
fine. They were fine comedians, and it's a good juice brings out a good crowd. If you've got a good crowd, it helps have a better show. I think there were a couple of good pop-ins that night too, so it kind of that the balances out. Yeah, it kind of evened out to an above-average show. Yeah, uh, yeah. And there was actually there was one guy who's who I found it. I just didn't know his name. I knew his face, and he Mm -hmm. was funny, and he was good. Uh, But anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like with Comedy Juice, like whenever you go to a show like that, you're expecting like a certain caliber. Yeah. Like I like I've, you know, been trying to to do the show for years and I just earlier last week I hosted That's right. it and uh I mean, I was bringing up guys like Joe Rogan. So yeah. it's like it, it was crazy. Like I I was just like honored just to bring up some of those dudes who I've been seeing for years just like if specials out and stuff like that and to be even on like you know on any kind of lineup with those kind of guys is like okay yeah you gotta freaking bring your a game to a gig like this yeah did you bring your a game he did as, yeah as best i could yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah i did i did i, I tried to <laughs> sorry Amy, you're really big on the social media what what tips can you give out there because i know some of our we got a lot of high schoolers that like no way, really? Yeah, it's our white white teenage girls usually. All so right. they're really Hi, white in, teenage girls. They're really in, you about <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> they're really into the social media. What yeah. can you give them any tips on how to build your social media empire? Um, it's hard. I I hate giving tips on it because every for every tip I can give an example of why it worked, I can there's also like a consulting company out there, or I know someone whose job is a social media expert, and I'm using obnoxious air quotes right now for our <laughs> listeners, who will say the same They're thing. They're really and loud. It's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's really hollow because, like, I mean, if you're building a following, the the most important thing is to just, I mean, I'll just use Twitter as a, as the right example because each platform's totally different. But yeah, be honest and be engaged, you know, and give something to people. So. I try to make my Twitter and my Facebook too uh, a mix of links to articles I think are interesting that have nothing to do with comedy. They're usually nerdy math things or neuroscience or just random political stuff Um, and interact with people. You know, you're not, it's not a megaphone. It's social media for a reason. And the more people you interact with, the more people want to interact with you and feel like you're accessible. Yeah. And yeah, that's how, yeah. My ex-girlfriend, her, my Instagram is more funny photos, like funny captions, and she, hers was just regular, like her life. But she would always get like four to five times more likes and stuff because yep. she would she would interact with like her people. Yep. And yeah. I was like, oh, lesson to be learned here. Yeah, actually, Instagram's a great example too. If it's a totally different platform, I do ex- I do end up using Instagram as kind of a megaphone because going back to comedy groupie as my brand, not a person, blah blah blah, like. I don't want to insert myself and my real life into my Instagram. But so then that makes it mostly just pictures of comedians either hanging out or on stage and they get way less likes than my friends' pictures of their dogs. Right. And it could be argued, well, you should, you know, tailor your, your thing and change and whatever. But I'd rather in that case keep the, and this is now not for teenage girls whatsoever, <laughs> but for later, remember this. Uh, it, I think social media is, if you're, you are a business or a brand, it's just a small component of your marketing like you can't become a slave to social media and just be like doing ridiculous vine videos to get a bunch of likes if it's not actually selling your product right Right. so but if you're just a person who's not selling a product yeah put your feet on there everyone loves pictures of feet paint your toenails (laughs) every day and show them a different picture of your toenails people like it do it (laughs) Uh, i mean except for like weird naked shit that's going to make you uncomfortable and is illegal don't do that (laughs) but that will get attention too (laughs) oh god it will i know i had that uh who is it it was uh 
it was me, Marcella, and Byron Bowers were having a, like a conversation on Twitter about boobs in your avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think Byron was like, man, I wish I was like a girl with double D tits. I'd have way more followers on here. I was like, uh, you got more followers than me, buddy. So I don't know. <laughs> what oh, no, Lauren Ashley. It wasn't Marcella. That's it was Lauren funny. Ashley. And so we just got into this big argument with each other. And then finally, I, don't, I think it was Lauren was the one who was like, uh, you have to put them in your avatar for them to work. And I was like, oh, I am doing it wrong. <laughs> Uh, I guess I should have uh, uh, a little bit earlier asked uh, just for our listeners uh, to explain like what your blog is exactly sure. like what like can you explain exactly what you do with comedy groupie I should have done this like way yeah, earlier. You were 20 minutes in. man. <laughs> That's all right. I, I remember. By now like, they've oh. already Googled it and they've read three articles <laughs> and stopped listening to me. But uh, I guess uh, I'd like to hear it in your own words. Yeah, sure. Um, it's. It's gone through a lot of evolutions, but there was a phase, and this is sort of what I'm trying to get back to, uh, where I, what did I call it? It's like uh, a TMZ Yelp of comedy if a drunk monkey was writing it. Okay. okay. Um, I like, like the drunk monkey. Thanks. Uh, I am the drunk monkey. <laughs> That's the secret <laughs> behind the curtain. Because I originally wanted it to actually be a Yelp of comedy because mm -hmm. I started it before there was any, Bad Slava was the only thing going on. There was right. no comedy bureau. There was no stand-up talk. Uh, there was no serial optimist there. There was, you know, laugh spin and there was uh, split cider, but even that they were smaller and they cover news more. And yeah. I had friends come to town and literally like we were trying to f figure out whether we get, went to the comedy store or the improv and here's, you know, 12 names don't mean anything to my friend right. who's from Boston. So I was like, oh, you know what would be really handy is if you could be like, oh, Steve Simone, he's going to be like your friend telling the best story ever and it's totally PG rated and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Sam Tripoli, that's going to get real dirty. You should be prepared for that. <laughs> um, so that was where it started. And then I just kind of would post pictures and stories of, you know, whatever show I'd gone to the night before. It kind of went in a different direction for a little while. And then I kind of let go of it while I was working at the store um, and now I'm trying to get back to that, although I'm giving up on the mostly the Yelp aspect in the sense of I, I don't want initially I wanted there to be this kind of like base database almost of here's a bunch of comedians. Here's like, a bunch of venues. Here's a bunch like of America's shows. most wanted kind of thing, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, but instead, uh, you know, because everyone's got Google now and I'd rather it just be or people will organically find stuff. So right. if you want to know about Steve Simone, there's not a page about Steve Simone anymore, but you can Google him and there'll be three articles about how great he is and you can figure it out. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Yeah, and I keep using Steve Simone because he is awesome, and you should go see him wherever he yeah. is. Oh, wherever he is, Justin, do you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, I every time I do a show with that guy, I'm, I'm just so excited. <laughs> he, he's such a good, just a good human being. First, oh, God, I know. And then second, just like such a fun comedian to watch because he's having so much fun. Yeah. On stage, and like every time, I've never seen him like not just be like in love with like what's going on you know what i mean he makes the most out of whatever like if there's two people or if there's 200 people in a room it's awesome yeah. okay so now we're getting into the other part of our podcast oh yeah this Ooh, is, what this is, this is uh, where justin s steers a lot of the questions <laughs> we we have a part of our podcast where it's basically like the time hollywood bitch slapped you Yo. so if you have any of those stories because our our audience loves it god uh I probably do, but I can't think of one right now. Or within comedy. Within like, comedy. If it's like, uh, 
a certain show or a certain time where it's like re- like really difficult to yeah, any, maybe get any by, like pay rent. Any yeah, any troubles with uh, any like combative thing maybe that happened with the blog i don't know any kind of oh drama. i've got a drama it's okay, not cool. it didn't, oh, yeah. we it like didn't bring me down it actually it fed me and made me stronger okay perfect uh, we love these. but it's great so um going back to shows that book themselves in ways that i do not care for uh-huh. uh there is a certain type of show called the bringer that yep. uh exists yeah. in every city uh but certainly in la and it's basically you get booked on the show and it has nothing to do with how funny you are and in fact they tend to be somewhat predatory towards very young comedians who don't know any better. Um, and uh, you have to bring 10 people to get your stage time. Yeah. Um, so you're basically preying upon your friends and family uh, to pay money for you to do c- comedy. Yeah, it's pay to play. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, there's the same concept in music, yeah. uh, which I oh, also yeah, the find. the band circuit, yeah, oh, totally. God, so bad, the whiskey. Ugh, make, mm-hmm. It makes me cry <laughs> that the whiskey is just all pay to play now. But yeah. anyway... Um, this is not about the whiskey. So uh, I, anyway, so very, very early on, I was at the Hollywood hotel um, doing their open mic. And this guy came up to me who I'd never seen before. And he goes, Oh, you're really funny. And like I said, I know I'm not funny. Like I know exactly how funny or not funny I have been at any given point sure. in <laughs> my career. That's a good thing to, to know as a comedian. Otherwise. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> I ah. killed. It was like, dude, did you just see the same show yeah. that I saw? People but, are I mean, crying. That's, for the first like year, most people really don't have a concept. People are super delusional. Yeah, especially. You, and I mean, I think you kind of have to be to get through it most of yeah, the time. Yeah, to get on stage. But, I, I thought I'm going to make it. I, yeah. I, I thought it was Eddie Murphy. I was like, I yeah. got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it's a useful delusion for people to have. Anyway, so I'm at that point where most people are that delusional. This guy comes up to me. You were so funny. In my head, I've already been like, oh, this isn't going to go anywhere good. Usually, though, that meant, can we sleep together? Like, it's, it was at that mm-hmm. point, I was fresh meat, and that was what I was used to this conversation leading to. Um, instead, he goes, uh, do you ever go up at the comedy store? And I went, oh, just on Sundays and Mondays. And... Um, or, sun, you know, Sundays and Mondays when I can, whatever I said. And he goes, oh, well, would you want to do a show in the main room? And what he didn't know is that I already knew that every show in the main room except Saturday was a bringer show, basically. I mean, some of, the, some of them aren't, but let's just... Anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> there are some people who run those shows that I really actually like, and I don't think they're predatory, so I, I want to be specific in right, my right, right. criticism. But um, anyhow, I... He goes, well, I got this date on October such and such if you want to come and do it. And I went, oh, you know what? Actually, I am going to be in Phoenix with Sam Tripoli and Ari Shafir because I was working for them for a tour that they were doing at the time. Mm. Um, And he goes, oh, um, then I guess you don't you probably don't want to be on my show, do you? And I was like, so you know exactly how wrong it is what you're doing. Oh, <laughs> wow. And I, he's like, I, yeah. Uh, and then fast forward to about a year later, he shows up, he starts showing up at Marty's, which at the time was me and my crew's gym. We would go there every day. It's a terrible place. Don't go now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it will crush your soul and oh, you will yeah. never tell another joke again. But at the time, it was like me and my buddies all went there every day. So it was cool because you had... An audience of friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, plus you're just hanging out. It's cool. And, and there were three stages. I mean, you could just practice and practice and practice. It was so great. Uh, he starts showing up to poach people for shows. Mm. And um, one night we a bunch of us showed up. We might have been drinking quite a bit beforehand. And uh, this kid, Nick Albeck, goes up and he does weird shit. Like his, <laughs> the comedy that he does is not like 
I don't know. It's hard to describe. But anyway, so it, it, he goes up and he starts doing his thing. He says something to the host about what they said to him. And then this guy gets up and starts having a problem with him. Like, you were very mean to the host. And he was like, the host is a friend of mine. Yeah, you don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Next day, this guy sends a text to everybody he knows who produces a show in L.A. trashing this other Nick saying, oh, Nick is a drunk, unprofessional. Don't ever book him on a show. Just happens my buddy Zane is on this list that he's sending it to because he was producing a show at the time. And uh, we're sitting together when he gets us. He goes, can you believe this? They start texting back and forth. Guy shows up at Marty's that night, tries to get in a fist fight with Zane. Oh, Oh my gosh. Uh, So, yeah, that was that was big, big drama. Do I know this comic, Amy? Uh, I'm sure you do. Actually, I don't say who it is. I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> go go for it it's uh mr j really yeah wow interesting and then the where it gets even more drama is a, a couple days later i'm up at the store and uh mr j is there with first of all anybody i'm sorry yeah anybody named mr j <laughs> is gonna be shady <laughs> I mean, it, like my, my my name is Jeremiah. If I went by Mister J, I would be way less trustworthy. And he's got a ponytail. I mean, that's strike two. Ponytails is strike two. Strike two. Um, <laughs> so the he's up there with this other guy, um, who they run shows together, and they started they cornered like two or three people that I know. And started saying shit about me to them. And like, we're going to destroy her career and you better stay away from her. And every one of them just laughed in their faces like, wait, you think you can destroy Amy Hawthorne? You stop 10 people here and ask them which one of you two she they like better. All 10 are going to pick Amy, <laughs> right. not you. Yeah. So you should, you're just destroying yourselves right now. Yeah. Enjoy. Wow. So that was a... But like I said, it didn't destroy. I was like, ha, so ha, ha, ha. Oh, my goodness. So that was uh, Amy's victorious reign over Mr. Yeah. J. Guys. Way to lay it down, the smack it down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're actually just about out of time. Uh, this is a uh, I, this podcast flies whenever we're having fun. Um, Amy, how can people find you? Uh, here's a chance for you to plug basically everything uh, that you got going on. Fantastic. Uh, you can find me at comedygroupie.com. You can find me on Twitter. That'll lead you to all my Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, you can also find me, the real actual me, at Amy E. Hawthorne. And there's an E at the end of that, like the city, on Twitter. Awesome. Um, cool. And then uh, you tweet about uh, shows and different stuff that you that, that people can find you at? Yep. Uh, yeah, you can find stuff. I, right now, I'm trying to break up with comedy, so... Well, oh really? Yeah. yeah, that's a whole other topic. Wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is the end. <laughs> can we stretch a little bit, Not, Justin? Yeah. Can we get into it a, a tiny bit? Because give us I a mean, little that's, snippet. That's fascinating. We our, can't. That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> let's get into it a little bit. Look, okay. We don't have to get into it too much, but we'll we'll stretch a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the, I'll give you the real short version. Basically, okay. it's I've been doing this about three years now, mm-hmm. and I also still have a day job, and at, like something's got to give and i'm trying to figure out which is the thing systematically uh so i've been trying to not do stand-up for about like give myself not accidentally because i'm being lazy so i've been trying to not do stand-up for about three months now to see if i can not do stand-up right it's your trial Uh, divorce (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh so that's right now you won't find i will not be tweeting about any shows i'm on okay because i'm not on it how is that how has that been going um some of it's been really easy because just coincidentally there's been I've been traveling for work and um, a couple of other things so it's just like I wouldn't have had time 
right i would have actually just been beating myself up instead of being right rather than being more okay with it yeah Yeah. um it's hard to say i mean i'm i call it breaking up david taylor's the one who said oh it's like you're trying to break up with comedy because i keep going back right right, right. (laughs) i keep being like literally i'm talking to someone and five minutes later dave swan goes you want to come do big fish on tuesday i'm like i fucking want to do big fish on tuesday you know it (laughs) which is like a terrible show to go i mean it's wonderful terrible but like that's how bad i like suddenly i'll be like yeah yeah i totally do i do want to go to like the worst bar show ever right now so I, I don't know it's going okay well i mean i feel like it's one of those things where since you are like since you've been doing the blogging and the comedy for so long as long as you're staying with one of them you're still going to be involved in the scene and everybody's yeah. still going to be like just happy to see you around and like being involved in it so yeah yeah, I'm not breaking up with comedy in general. Yeah. I, I will continue to do something comedy related for the rest okay. of my life. Well, that's what our listeners needed to hear. <laughs> we needed some <laughs> yeah, closure. They were, they were getting so sad right now. Project. So, um, okay. I feel better. I feel more content now that we've solved oh, that. Good. Yeah, and we, we'll, we'll keep updates on you because we update our, our listeners on oh. previous guests. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I didn't leave you any time to do that this time. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, we will, um, yeah, we'll like... Uh, Weeks later, after we had one of our guests, he booked. Uh, what did he book? The middle. He booked uh, a, a oh. series regular yeah. role on the middle. Like weeks after, That's it's awesome. just like. So we're hoping that this podcast brings luck and fortune to Magic people. Magic powers. Um, but I uh, want to sincerely thank you uh, yes. for coming thank by you guys today. For me. I love you, Amy. Thanks so much for coming by. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. That was our interview with Amy Hawthorne. Hope you enjoyed it. We certainly did. Justin, do you have uh, anything to plug this week, buddy? Uh, check me out at Justin Alexio on Twitter. Uh, Prison Box is also coming back. We're going to be <laughs> our new theater is the Cupcake Theater. It's uh, right next to Second City on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. I'll let you guys know more details next week. So look out for that shit. Cool. I'm at Jeremiah Standup on Twitter. Uh, check out. I have a new sketch up at JeremiahWatkins.tv or you can uh check it out at youtube.com slash jeremiah watkins but uh, a bunch of funny dudes in this one uh tony hinchcliffe willie hunter max carisco and dan madonia so um it is a fun one uh show wise i'll be at fusion with justin on saturday and then uh, i'm always hanging out at the comedy store on sundays and uh doing different stuff like that on the weekends and uh, i always update my twitter so uh check that out um i think that's about it i'm jeremiah watkins i'm justin alexio Girls just like that dick.